Thursdays is back. I told you, where's your fedora, G? Oh. Oh. Hey, my, my fedora's in the washing machine. Oh. <laughs> my fedora's in the washing machine. Come on, mate. Next I, week, I, I promise. Next week, King, don't worry. Uh, how you been, bro? How's, how's the week been? Hey, we had a hell of a chat last week, bro. Uh, I, I listened to it back, and I thought, man, I, I need to reevaluate my time, what's taking up most of my time. So I've decided to cancel my gym membership. Um, it wasn't very, <laughs> wasn't very important enough for me to keep going. Uh, but we're here. Happy to be here, bro. Happy to see bro, you. It's the same, bro. I felt the same. You know, I, I made a lot of choices. I'm, I'm currently going through a divorce right now. <laughs> Hey, that was on the tip of my tongue, but I know my wife listens to this. So. <laughs> no, appreciate you listening to me. Thoughts on but yeah, it was it was a great chat last week around um, just around life and and time. And one of the biggest time spenders in everybody's life is working. And, and you know, like I think that's what I wanted to talk about now is, yep. is around employment and a job. Yo, I Do you think you. that everybody? This is. I'll put it out to you, bro. There's this conflicting thing, whether being your own boss and working, and this kind of like you should be your own boss and be an entrepreneur, or you should just work for the man. You know what I mean? And I, I go through that struggle every day. I'm like, man, maybe I should just yeah, go and set up an online. You know, maybe I'll set up an OnlyFans. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, and just you know. God gave me these gifts, you know, and I want to, I want to, I want to put it out there to the people. How much do you think you're worth? On OnlyFans? Yeah. Bro, I'd do a $2.50 uh, sub <laughs> per month, bro, you know? What hey. can we guarantee we will see? Oh, mate, I'll tell you. You know what, bro? Um, let's change the subjects. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, I think, um, honestly, I think sometimes you know, working a nine to five and yeah. people go, oh, you should, bro, but they don't understand. Everybody's story is different and everybody has different responsibilities. I hear you, bro. I hear you. Um, man, I, I was quite fortunate, bro. Like my work ethic, I can only put it down to my mom, bro. My mom was the one who installed in me, uh, hey, you need to work and this is why you need to work. You know, the I remember my first paycheck. Can you remember your first ever paycheck in your whole life, bro? Yes, brother. What was your feelings, bro, from your first paycheck? Okay, my first job. Well, wait. Okay, my first job, I worked at New World, bro. Really? Yeah, New World. I was working in the butchery department. Yeah, selling? Oh, no, no, no. I, my job was to clean up after all the butchers at the I end of the day. Okay, okay, okay. And it lasted for about a month. And I was like, this shit is not for me. It's not, it's not what I need in my life. I'd come home, like, I could smell the meat in my nos, in my nasal, bro. Like, I, I was like, you know, and I wasn't even there. And like, so I would work the afternoons, three afternoons a week, and then I'd yeah. work on a, on a Saturday, full day. And um, so I did four weeks of that, and I was like... How old were you? How old were you? I would have been like 16, 15. See, but even... Man, I'm just making comparisons, bro. Like sixteen-year-olds, this generation, do they still have that mindset? What made you work, bro? What made you go to work at 16, 15, 16? Just, I think I was saving for a car. I wanted a car. Yeah, so you had a reason why you're doing it, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's always a reason. Yeah, but what do you reckon? You reckon people the age they just don't have a reason? 
I don't know, bro. I don't know if they if they actually work. I know some. I I would say the majority don't work. And this is just a broad assumption. Correct me if I'm wrong, everybody. I'm not, not trying to be offensive, um, but sixteen year olds these days are different. I think. Like when I think about sixteen, I was attending Altia College. I got my first job at a place they call Taylor Preston's here in in um, in Wellington, and Taylor Preston's was uh, what would you call it? A factory job. Uh, with meats bro like a kind of similar to yours oh. uh, I started Taylor Preston's at 16 years old with a bunch of friends of mine um, and we all started together they they got jobs like yeah you guys can jump on the tables and cut the meat or yeah you push out the meat from the chillers and they looked at me like yeah well you can uh, sweep can you sweep the floor can you sweep the factory <laughs> and I was like I'm a man too put me on the knives come on man oh. so my first paycheck, I remember I remember doing the job. I remember being long shifts, bro. So we were still at college. Uh, we were leaving college. Uh, we were leaving school and driving straight to Taylor Preston's to do our job. And I think we started at 4 o'clock in the afternoon and finished about 1 or 2 in the morning, bro. Wow. Yeah, so we were trying. Oh, they, they, they handled it really well. My boys handled it really well. Uh, but for me, I was like, I'm broken. I'm broken. I can't do this for long. Um, standing on your feet. Uh, we had overalls, bro. I remember wearing overalls and a hairnet. I had a, a hairnet under my under my beard. I was 14. The- <laughs> True. I was 16, man. Was 16, oh, no. um, it was a patchy beard at best, but I had one. Um, we had gumboots on. I remember really feeling really broken, bro. Like, I don't know if my body was made to be hands-on uh, factory. Like, it, it was hard, bro. It was hard on the body. And I think the sleep part of it made it harder. Like, you know, we had to wake up early, go to school, um, and, and do the same reaching the next day. So I was, I was pretty broken, bro. I was, I, was, I was the pussy of the group. I'm going to be honest. I that's, was the that's, a lot of, that's a long work, though. That's like, 4 o'clock. The one yeah. in the morning, bro. Holy. Yeah, yeah no, it was buzzy, bro. But I saw my first paycheck, bro, and I remember thinking, holy hecka, it's worth it. It's worth it. <laughs> I only lasted a month as well, sorry. Um, the boys carried on and went on to make a lot of money. Um, but I learned pretty early on that maybe I'm an office worker. Maybe, I'm, <laughs> maybe I can go on the keyboard. Because <laughs> yeah. I... I did that for a month and then I, I was like, I can't do this. This is just Yo. too much. And then I, I started coaching at the rec center and Yo. that was my first actual job. Like, let's go. Like, not full time, but the one that I enjoyed, I'd go there after school. I'd work from four o'clock to 10 30 at night. And then I'd go to school and rinse and repeat. And that was like when I first got my first paycheck, bro. And then I was Yo. like, oh, because, you know, like when you work those kind of, not even part time hours, it was like, you know because you're just cleaning it you get yeah. and and yeah so bro what do you remember what you spent your spent the bulk of your money on bro with your first paycheck i remember it like it was yesterday bro so we all got our first paychecks and we all went straight to foot lockers um it's a foot locker and we spent i i see my first paycheck on some jays bro and i wore them the very next day to school and uh, they got scuffed everywhere the boys were stepping on them everywhere and it was a bunch of, it was a waste of money but yeah i remember thinking man, i'm gonna spend i'm gonna buy these jordans and it was only because i thought 
um, yeah, I can get stuff that I never could get when I was young, if that makes sense, bro. Yeah. You remember what you bought? Bro, I brought, uh, okay, so I brought a Dreamcast, bro. Sega Dreamcast. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, that was the big purchase that I bought. The first thing. And because, you know, when you work, they still try to figure it out. So they back pay you. Yeah, Yo. you work. Yeah. So I had like, a, I had like a four months pay, like ready to roll. And yeah, so I got a Dreamcast with, oh, what games did I, I got? This game called Shimnu, which is a, bro, it's a Japanese game. And I got a, a Marvel, Marvel Capcom. Yeah. And bro, I just, bro, that was, I felt like I cracked it. That's pretty cool, bro. Yeah. All for cool. doing something I love for basketball. So it was, it was quite, it was quite a, I think for me, bro, it was like a, bro, you can get, if you're good at what you do, you can get paid for it. Yeah. That, I think that was my next point I was going to bring up is like, uh, I think going to a job where you feel like you belong there or where you feel like you enjoy it or it's a passion of yours means a lot more like i i think it means you, you'll bust your ass for that more than what you would if you're tuning up to a job where you don't want to be does mm-hmm. that make sense bro because i thought like because having the job at the new world where i didn't even like <laughs> i don't enjoy fucking working with meat like you know i'm, I'm not you know i'm not a stripper you know <laughs> i'm not a man of steel uh, sausage was that the sausage <laughs> but no like i it wasn't my thing and you know, they expected me to do it with a passion. You know what I mean? I, I'm like, well, I don't really like this kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, bro. So, and then I was very, I was very, sorry to interrupt, brother. I was very, very lucky that I was, I got a job coaching at, at like the rec center. And yeah. then I realized, oh, like if I'm really good at this, I could get paid for this. Like, I hear you, bro. Yeah. and then that's, that set me on a path of cool. Like, yeah. And then it was funny because that, like so i did that for like three months mm. like you know coaching and then a lady from mit which is a polytech here came and watched me and then she was like wow he's really good at that we'll set him up for a scholarship and so it kind of like, like yeah it kind of all worked together and i was like oh sweet i like that yeah like a yeah yeah i don't know uh i think about so that was my first job taylor preston's can you remember your second job bro my second one was the was oh there was the coaching yeah, but then my third one was like uh, teacher rating at my old high school. How cool is that, bro? That must have been cool. Nah, it was shit, bro. Was <laughs> because all the teachers still thought I was like, I would have been like 20, maybe, maybe 18. You were still little Timmy, eh? And yeah, especially yeah. the, like, it was funny, like all the other teachers were sweet as because they, oh yeah, he's mature, but it was the senior management. They didn't know that I was, you know, they, were, they just didn't, they looked upon me like this little shit he gave us so much problems those colonials bro they do that to us bro. all of them <laughs> and you know what the name of the school was bro well, james you... cook brother the james biggest cook. colonizer out of all of them <laughs> you set that one up for me didn't you king <laughs> you bastard <laughs> hell you know what junior farm has got a good point how are we not fucking king? <laughs> how, how have we not fucking hit that realm yet uh, we can say whatever we want and then say that was sent anonymously. So we'll <laughs> that was it. my box. <laughs> it's my mom. We'll mask, we'll mask it under that. That's so funny, bro. Mod talk. But, <laughs> yeah, I, I think um, it, it's the funniest. It was like, yeah, it was. And that that taught me like, yo, not every job is going to be fun. Yeah. 
but yeah it was it was all good like during the day i would go and work and it was funny i was working two jobs then like during the day i'd go and work at the uh at the school and then at night time i'd go and um, do my basketball and stuff you were destined for greatness from your name <sighs> bro that's you should have signed that on the back of my 21st key <laughs> <laughs> oh man um what was my second job what about you bro what was your second so my second job was um handed to me on a silver platter from my mother my mother um got me a job at a call center bro and um it was kind of my first experience being amongst uh i guess the corporate world uh corporate you know if you think about it i, I was you know born out here college you know probably do a hard and then we have to travel to Wellington uh, into a corporate setting. And, um, you know, I, I didn't uh, realize how different the worlds were, like going from where I was to ending up at the call center. You know, things like, you know, we had to dress corporate. Um, we had to, the way we talked, uh, the way we uh, associated ourselves, you know, like the way we mingled was very different to what I was used to, bro. So I was 18 and I started the call center. Um, man, it was good money. Call center was good money, bro, uh, for, for a young person. Um, I remember going to the first work drinks uh, from and bro, meeting people that I would never, ever meet if I hadn't had this job. I wouldn't be mingling with these people um, if, I, if I didn't meet them at work. And man, I just opened my eyes to the world, bro. Like I opened my eyes to so much more. Uh, than when I thought I would have um, gained from going to Wellington. Things like, you know, public transport. I was quite, uh, I don't want to say, I was quite lucky and fortunate to be able to drive to school uh, all my years through college. But to get on a train and walk and hop on a bus and, you know, the big city, Wellington was the big city back then, the big smoke. And, yeah, but I was pretty busy. It gave me an insight into what life could be like. Um, yeah, I don't know. It was pretty busy, bro. Been a lot of beautiful white women out there, and what? Not white. What's the word? <laughs> <laughs> professional, professional woman. Professional, <laughs> bro. That's it. He was Junior Far was correct, bro. We oh, should shout out to Junior Far, bro, for predicting the future. <laughs> I mean, white, white in terms of personality, like vanilla. Oh, I see. Sorry, good, not good save there, bro. Good save. <laughs> But no, it was yeah, good, it's, it's actually it's actually quite funny to like reminisce on how you know the come up happened. You know how how you got to where you are now, and and how things contributed towards the jobs that you have now. Yeah, definitely. Um, and definitely the glow up. Like obviously, um, I've my glow up has been real. I've I've developed into a delicious hunk of a man, and that didn't just happen overnight. Um, happened over two nights, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, bro. I think, um, bro, there's a couple of jobs, bro, that have you ever, what's, what, out of all the jobs you've had, bro, which Yo. one has, um, have you learned the most about the world from? I don't think it's the work itself, bro. I mm. think it's the relationships that I was able to form from that workplace, bro. I think that was, what the way that I learned the most? I would say that the, the course is a job, bro. My first job out of out of high school after the meat the meatworks. Just because it made me think, holy crap, there's a whole new world out here. I had no insight to anything, bro. I was going in naive. I was going in as a as a young little Moses. Hi Moses, how are you? You know, I, that's the first time I learned that I had a good 
a good little inner white guy voice like you get it how are you are you well are you winning how's your day how's your day going today you know like I just, it was one of my first like places where I thought well I, I can do both I can so I would say that job bro what about yourself bro mine was working at SIFS bro like working in the residential oh, that, is that tough. thing woke me up big time that is tough be- before that like bro like so I finished my job up at the school and at mm. Um, I finished everything up, bro. I had no, I didn't know what the fuck I was doing, right? Mm-hmm. And I had no job. I was just staying at home, playing Xbox every day. Yo, that sounds going, cool, bro. Going out to the clubs at nighttime, come home, no money, you know, on the dole. Yep. And then my mom was like, yo, you need to get your shit together. And um, here's, a, here's, I've already applied you at this place. You, you've got your interview now. And I was like, holy crap. And so, yeah, and then I got the job and I went in and I was just like, fuck, I did not know the world was like this. Yo. I had no clue that Yo. this was going on in New Zealand. I thought like all this, like, yeah, I, I, I knew of it, but I didn't know how, I didn't know deep around, you know, uh, yeah, things that happen in the in the communities, um, you know, because all my mates, I was like, yeah, whatever, like, yeah, just yeah, you know, when you grow up, and then that, yeah, that taught me a lot. That taught me around um, the uh, behavior management and yeah. being able to de- use your voice to de-escalate situations and yeah. understand how to articulate your 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 opinion quicker yeah. and better. And yeah, but I mean, basketball has always been a center point for me, and like coaching has been. I think that's probably why I'm a good. Well, I feel that I'm a good communicator with what's going on is because I've kind of had to with basketball. It's been yeah, hundred percent, bro. It's a huge kind of. Like I want to, I want to take another um, turn here, but you know when I think about work, bro, like you spend. Oh, for me now, my job now, uh, I spend forty hours a week with this pe- these group of people, bro. That's a lot of hours to be, like, outside of family, bro. That's a lot of time that you spend with these people. And I kind of had a, um, what's the word? Kind of had something hit me, a revelation, bro. That I'm like, if I'm going to be here at this workplace or if I'm going to spend this much time with these people, then I want to have good relationships with these people. That makes sense? Yeah. Just thought, bro, that's so much time away from family where you want to be. Uh, is another group so you've got a work family as well bro um what percentage do you think you spend at work bro in the week man you said 40 hours right 40 hours a week bro um so you sleep, like there's 126 hours in a week right mm-hmm. you sleep well how, how many hours is you sleep a week um, eight hours six hours Six, seven hours a day, bro. Yeah. Yep. Times that by seven. Go. Seven, seven's 49. Sleep that plus the 40, bro. That's a good half of the half of the week, bro. You're spending yeah. on sleeping and working with these people, you know? Yeah. That's pretty buzzy, bro. That's, yeah. And, and, and it, bro, when you work with the kids, you know, people that you don't like, right. it's hard, so hard. You know, I think so. There's so many. There's, like so many uh, there's so many benefits to working, bro, versus not working. If that makes sense, bro. Uh, do you? Here's a question, bro. I want to. I'm sorry to cut you off there. This one just popped into me, bro. Is there? And we can give shout outs for this one. 
shout out somebody that you worked with that you wish you still work with, bro. What's who do I work? Man, there's so many people, bro. Do, can I start? You start, brother. Okay, I want to give a shout out to my bro. His name was Sinny. Sinny, Sinny worked with me on the night shift at uh, at 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 Sifts. We would work nights, so we'd work like ten o'clock at night time to all the way to the morning, and we'd yep. just have to monitor, make sure everything's all good at the, as a residence. Bro, yep. me and him, because we worked in the same uh, block. He would bring his DS, bro. We had the Nintendos, and we would play Mario Kart like on linked things all night bro for like straight seven straight months we would play different games it was the best and he was a wrestler bro he actually was a like a professional wrestler (laughs) so i would talk to him about all that stuff and we would watch like yeah it was the best bro he's the man and i always go back to and then when we used to work on the day shifts together bro it was like no one would miss well he was a big dude he was a big salmon dude but nobody would miss like i'd be the mouth and he'd be like the Yo, shut up. Yeah, yeah, that's what you need, bro. And uh, yeah, shout out to Sinny, bro. I don't know if he's listening, but got mad love for you, Sinny. And also another shout out. That is so cool. Here's another one. I, w- I want to give a massive shout out to my old boss. His name's Dave Mackay, the, the whitest guy I've ever met in my life. But I think I... it was heaven sent that I was brought into his life so I could teach him about the hood. Let's go, boss. He was my boss at, um, at basketball. And you know, got a got a bad rep, but bro, the nicest dude uh, like out. And he's just yeah, he got me on. You know, he he broadened my horizon. And uh, yeah, I got m- much love for the bro, Dave. So, what about you, G? Bro, that was a massive shout out to this guy. So his name was Matt. Should I say his full name? So people find him. He's a really random, <laughs> a really random white guy that I started working with. His name is Matt Claridge, um, but I used to call him Karen. Now, this is before Karen was um this is before Karen became oh that's a white lady who hates blacks. It was way before that. But I always used to call him Karen. Um he he used to do all these oh, hold up, hold up, hold up. Okay, it's not just a white a white lady that hates blacks. Like you can't leave it there, bro. It's just oh. a hold up. Any Karen out there, he does not mean it like that. <laughs> what he means is, as a as a as a person, a Caucasian a person oh. that that complains a lot about different racial prejudices yeah. and privilege. Okay, yeah, continue, black. fam. Thank you. That's what I was gonna say before Timmy. Um, Timmy's my mouthpiece. Thank you for that, Timmy. <laughs> I, I thought I, I thought I explained. <laughs> Junior Fire's right, bro. <laughs> Junior Fires, pretty, you know, bro. Pretty anyway, self explanatory. So shout outs to, to old Matt Karen. Shout outs to Karen, bro. The reason why he's so memorable to me is um he used to do all these wrestling impersonations, bro. Where I'll say to him, do Randy Savage, and he'll do the, the oh yeah. But there used to be this interview that he used to do, particular one. I don't know, it sounds really dumb now, but it used to be Cream of the Crop. Have a look at the crop. The Cream of the Cup. Oh yeah. It always rises to the top, brother. <laughs> so he used to do that, and he used to, he had a good book of tea back when he was in oh. Harlem Heat. When he, had a good, when he was in Harlem Heat, and there was this one in particular where Booker T let the N-word slip, and um, <laughs> he used to do that pretty well. Obviously, he didn't say the N-word because he's white. Um, <laughs> Karen, Karen, I miss you, brother. I, I, we still keep in touch, actually, for right now. Um, we're in a, in a league page together. But I always think about Matt Karen, bro. He's so funny, bro. And it like it, it honestly, it changes the whole dynamic of work when you work with people that you actually like and get along with. 
hundred percent. That's what I. That's why I brought up the whole. You know, we spend so much time there. We might as well have fun while we're there. Like, mm. I can't imagine spending forty hours at a place where I'm like, oh, this sucks. Being really niggy. But yeah, hey, bro. Bro, do you know that Mexicans work the longest hours, bro? What's their hours? They work seventy-five hours a week, bro. Damn. Seventy-five. What? Seventy-five divided by five carried a four. That's a lot of hours, bro. I was, gonna, <laughs> I was gonna give you the answer, but I'll let you work that out. It's close um, enough, brother. Yeah, and then South Korea is next. Aren't there places that we're in the pay, pay people to have a siesta? Yeah, but I think it's uh, it's either it's Sweden or well, yeah, yeah, Sweden, one of those, yeah. Sweden or uh, Finland or the Netherlands. Oh, yeah, yeah, they um, it's they only have like four day weeks. Work weeks. We need that, Jacinda. If you're listening. Make it happen. Give us that three week, the three day week. Oh, see, you said four. I'm just gonna go halfway. Say three. Right, you got to negotiate, right? And she goes, "Oh, okay, we could do four though." And you go, okay, four. Okay. See, four sounds good to me, Auntie. We're just saying, please, can you make it happen? Um, so we can focus on family time and stuff. But really, we'll just be playing PlayStation. Every day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bro. And and what are the th- what do you reckon the three most common uh, ways people spend their time at work if they're not working, bro. What are the three most? What do you mean? What do they do at work? Yeah, if they're not actually working, probably having affairs. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, are you talking about? Oh, wait, I'm talking about your work. Oh, <laughs> We're not talking about your work right now, brother. Wait, I've got a question for you before I answer you. Uh, okay. Do you believe in the term a work wife? Uh, I've never. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, well, depends. Oh, he cheating? No, 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 no. I don't mean like that. I mean like there's people that you're like. I, I had like work mums. Yeah, I've had a work that mom. would like bring me like lunch. Just look after you. Bro, eh? I had yeah. at uni at uni, bro. When I went to uni, I yeah. had like four like of these work mums, bro, that would just feed me. G. See? I would go like I would sit next to one of them. Like, oh, hey, hey, Tim, I, I made you a sandwich. Here you go, and oh, thank you. Then the next day, I'd go to the next. Oh, Tim, hey, I bought you some, bought you some snacks. Oh, thank you, thank you, Nan. Oh, work Nans. <laughs> I bought you some snacks, but we have to get it in my car. That's <laughs> in my car. Well, I left them in the public toilets. <laughs> See, see, this is the worse. smut, G. You made that worse yourself. <laughs> this is the smut that ju- that Junior Fowl was talking about, man. Shit. <laughs> Shout-outs to you, Junior. So funny, bro. So the three common ways that people spend their time, right, taking their breaks, is going to the toilet, having a cucka. I do that quite a lot at my job, okay? I like the quietness. Mm. I like that it's just quiet. Smoking. Yep. Smoking is the other one, so and the other one is gossiping. That's, yeah, but isn't it weird that smokers get unlimited breaks? What? No, they don't. What? No, not like by law, but for some reason, smokers can get out whenever they want and have a smoke. Like that's a you thing. That's not a us. <laughs> what do you mean that you are? Uh, that does not happen in any Sorry. job I've been at. Sorry, I misread that from the sentence anonymously. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. Listen, I'm not talking about my workplace. I'm talking about them. Oh, oh brother. I always enjoy doing this with you, my brother. 
Appreciate you, bro. Thank you for that, man. It's been awesome. Um, yeah, we haven't. Yeah, like I said uh, last week, if you've got things that you want us to talk about, uh, by all means, let us know, man, and we'll shout you out too. Hmm, we shout you, yeah, we might we might shout you out. We might give you a couple of couple of easy links. We're not taking any requests from um, restaurants. <laughs> <laughs> Because that dirty fucking bastard, Jesus. He used to be cancelled ASAP. Bro, he should have been cancelled a long time ago. <laughs> okay? Junior Fan needs to get on to him. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, brother, thank you. Eh? I appreciate you, and I'll see you next week, eh? Next week, King. See you, bro.